Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Real Girls Radio. I'm Millie. And I'm Emma. And we are both very normal Real Girls, just like you, here to talk about all things health, fitness, and navigating your way through this crazy life. We're your new besties. We want you to feel part of our weekly chats, and we're excited to invite you in to our exclusive girl gang. Grab some snacks and chillax whilst we chat. Woo! Yeah. Okay, I think we got it. We're back. We are back, baby. You can get rid of us. Welcome back to Real Girls Radio. Episode number nine. Nine. Oh my god, we're nearly on our tenth anniversary. What are we gonna do for the big ten? Should we get a cake? Yeah. (laughs) A party for two. (laughs) (laughs) Because we got no friends. Oh my god, guys, I know I say this every time, but I'm so excited for this podcast. Me too. Wow, I'm really excited. No, this is going to be really Very interesting. interesting. I think it's going to be a long one. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to talk about. Knowing us. You guys just want to know everything, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it doesn't surprise me because before... I was, you know, quote unquote influencer. I was so fascinated by it and I was just very intrigued. Like, you know, where does their money come from? What do they do in their day-to-day life? What's their relationships like? What their family think of? Like, there's so many things that I was so intrigued about. Which is probably why I loved watching, like, Day in the Life vlogs. Yeah. Because I was so interested. So we're just going to unravel it all. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll just, just, we'll keep personal things personal. I mean, we're definitely going to divulge some. We will. Oh, we will. Absolutely. Because it's a real girls radio and Mm -hmm. we only speak real But there were a few questions where we were like, ooh. Oh, I'm not sure if I can go that deep. No. But I think you guys are going to walk away with a lot of insight. But yeah, we're going to go all into life online, having a social media presence, Mm -hmm. being a quote, influencer Art content influencer. creator whatever you want to call it this new job that's come about in 20 i guess it's like 2018 yeah i guess so so new to think about it like it it's is. actually yeah. so new yeah imagine if like when we're older majority of people are influencers because anyone can do it can't I, they really? we should look into the statistics like how many people are influencers 
like yeah. out of the working population because new infants are coming every all single the time. month especially with every all year. the new platforms now exactly like TikTok. oh my god yeah mm. it's actually really interesting to me it's quite daunting yeah and so many young people as well very young family <gasps> actually run their Ooh, own account wow yeah i know a few people who are like literally 16 or um, younger than that i've seen mm. girls like in america who are like seven or eight no yeah you're joking Awful. who have millions of followers i don't think i could allow my children to be like that i don't know it's That's kind like, of what like what like the kardashians oh okay did. yeah yeah What's but they've, they've been chris chris jenner yeah what she did with mm, her children true. or like the sacconi jolies yeah you know? she started the flop and fly yeah so my fly it's actually very topical with this episode i have been invited to go on a virgin voyages cruise ship around like barcelona and ibiza and have stuff have you <laughs> which is quite interesting like it's oh very God. funny to go on a cruise ship because i've been on have you been on cruise ships i've never well? been like, on a cruise. They're, they're known to be for like old people yeah it's about to say my granddad always yeah. used to go on <laughs> but i've been on, i've been on a, quite a few cruise ships with my grandma honestly at the time of my life like it's so fun but there was not one person that was my age on that cruise ship no. i don't mind it but it's quite funny to now think that I've been invited on an influencer kind of trip on a cruise ship. Mm. But I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to attract younger people yeah, onto these ships. Course. Especially because it's Virgin, like Virgin Experiences, Virgin Atlantic. Like it's quite a young company. So I think that's what yeah. they're trying to do. Oh so my that's God, that's exciting. so exciting. When yeah. are you going? I'm going 14th of May. So oh, really soon? Mm. For how long? Just a week, I think. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I might fly. And then my flop is again very topical for this episode not many people will quite understand but so i've had quite a few renewal contracts um happening like past few weeks so that basically means that your contract with with a brand for six months whatever a year and then you renew that contract to like you know obviously extend it extend, extend the period of working with them i've had two of those recently and they haven't really played out the way that my manager and i had hoped that they would again really positive that we have renewed them mm -hmm. but it's just not played out yet the way yeah. that we'd hoped so a little bit of a flop but again it's just the industry and yeah. it can be quite brutal mm -hmm. yeah a bit brutal mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that again i will explain in this podcast that people don't talk about yeah so and yeah. renewing contracts and all of that is a very touchy difficult thing to navigate it's a lot of gray it's a gray area yeah especially like when you have such a great relationship with a brand and yeah. you love the brand and oh, so, you yeah. never want to do anything or say anything to jeopardize exactly. that relationship yeah. but then when costs and finances and fees come yeah. into it it can just be a little mm, bit that's why awkward. i have a manager because mm. she does that like i don't want to get involved with that mm -hmm. it's really difficult though because there are people who don't have managers and they have to just do it do it themselves, themselves. Yeah. and i think some people can take it quite personally mm. when actually it is just business at the end of the day and you have mm -hmm. to both be quite professional with it yeah. and you have to have thick skin yeah for mm. sure and what about yours? Okay, my fly is that I'm moving house. <laughs> I'm actually moving. Oh my god, yes, that is such a fly. Oh my god, guys, Emma, before this podcast, she was like, I don't know what a fly is. Like, I don't know. No, yeah, and made came to me. yeah, I'm moving house. You never said this to me. Oh my god. Uh, so, yeah, we took the house that we mentioned. And I mean, our moving date is like next week. <gasps> is it? But I've got my apartment until the end of May. So, oh my god okay we're so allowed to start overlap. moving in this morning i actually when i was on stairmaster i ordered my bed and sofa 
was so nice. I'll show you. Oh after. my god, you need to show me. That can get delivered to the new place, and then I will just slowly move all I my boxes over. I need to see over. pictures after. Have I not shown you pictures no, you yet? Shown me any pictures. Oh my god, but yeah, I'm moving, which is crazy. That is crazy. That's happened so quickly. Yeah. And I'm actually moving in with my boyfriend. Everyone, I've lived on my own for like the last year and a half. Oh my god, has that just been a year and a half? Before then, did you were you living with your parents? No, my ex-boyfriend. Oh yes. So I, I moved that. out when I was I like eighteen. That. Live with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, Lived on my own for a mm-hmm. bit and now moving in with... Wow, it's a new stage boys. in life. Yeah. No, but I'm excited. Yeah. And the best part is that there's a Tesla charging point in the car park That is area. so cool. Yeah. Like in the driveway. In the driveway. Wow, that's on the drive. really cool. That's, that, that's like perfect. <laughs> for everyone who doesn't know, I've got an electric car, so that is just super yeah. handy to have a charging point outside my house. That's what problems, eh? <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, right, we've got to, we've got to take the house. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> so yeah, I've got to start packing. I have a lot to do. Oh god, that's stressful, isn't it? Yeah, and I have a lot of stuff. So I guess that's my flop. Yeah, I flop. have a lot to do, and I'm really, really stressed. Oh bless you. I guess there's a silver lining to it though, because the process of moving house it forces you to declutter, doesn't it? Yes. So that's gonna be good for it's you. It's so therapeutic, therapeutic once you've done it. And my mom, bless her. Shout out, mom. I know you listen. She's just such an angel. She's really helping me Aww. with that whole process. We need to get our moms on the podcast. We do. Oh my god, that yeah. would be the best thing ever. At the same time, or yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be we'll lovely. Get that room. Or like if we can get the podcast room in your house. Yeah. Okay. So this is another <gasps> thing, guys. We're Aww. thinking of turning one of the rooms in my new house into a podcast studio. How insane! I've not actually told my boyfriend that yet, but he'll be <laughs> fully on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I actually can't believe it. Oh. We can get a neon sign. Yeah, we can just make it all like cute. Girly. Get a sofa. Literally just like me and you chit chatting with our. Yeah, and you can come for sleepovers. Yeah. Little trips away to bar. Yeah. Well, that's my flopping Yeah, I definitely can't top that. Incredible. We're getting to the Right, let's get into it. They have been cruel to you. Saying things they don't mean. They have been rude to you. Disrespect how you feel. But baby, I'll never... So... We put on the Real Girls Radio stories some question boxes. Yeah, we love these. We actually did put up a assumptions box, which oh I was reading through <laughs> on the train this morning. I was honestly laughing out loud at some of <gasps> There's these There's actually quite a few that I'd love to address here. Unravel. Okay, do you want to pick one first? So, so gonna... we're going to start with the assumptions, yeah. then we'll move on to like more serious questions. One person said, Emma, you became particularly close with Millie versus other clients because she had a large following. No, and actually, <laughs> you didn't really didn't. have a following no. when we first knew each other. No, I don't think we did. Because my following grew from my weight gain journey. And, yeah. And posting from my From documenting it. Stuff. That's how you built yeah. your account through your weight but gain. I think she's saying you became closer to her, maybe because my following was growing. No, Obviously you not didn't. at all. But that's funny. Imagine that if I was like, yeah, that. that's the only reason <laughs> yeah, I like obviously. you. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch, I knew it all along. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny though no no never, never. no not at all I actually True, like genuine Millie. friendship thank you <laughs> okay so this one made me laugh Millie likes staying in but Emma likes going out <laughs> actually quite the opposite quite the opposite I'm such a granny I actually hate a night out but I don't think you give off the energy that you love to go out drinking love to go party I think that's just quite maybe someone who's probably said that has probably thought if I say this we may hear something that we don't know about Emma like no I don't like going yeah. out I'll be simple honest as. I don't enjoy yeah, it I like getting dressed up putting on like a cute outfit and doing my hair and makeup maybe going out for a mm. non-alcoholic drink <laughs> <laughs> Millie loves a good sesh I do but 
Not all the time. No. Every now and then. I do, I am a yes person sometimes. So I, I feel like if I just say no, I'm going to disappoint people. So I kind of just have to go with it, which is a, not a good trait. No, but I do you know what? Like it's really trait. empowering to do the opposite. And actually, when I was in Norway, all the girls who I was yeah. there with went out on Saturday night. Mm. And guys, I was so tired from the day. Mm. And I had some work that I wanted to do. And I just wanted to get into bed and have an early night so I could get up and feel fresh next day and I said I'm really sorry mm. like I know you're all going out but I'm not going to come you know what if I was in that situation I would have stayed with you because there would have been someone else there yeah. who was doing the same so it made me feel yeah. less guilty yeah you should never feel know. peer pressure to like go yeah. out and do stuff like it's that really bad isn't to. it um, I think it's probably just from my upbringing and always wanting to try and fit in because mm. I never I always felt left out all the time yeah so it probably just comes from that but anyway you work on um, it I'll work on it <laughs> you both come from wealthy families this is an interesting one I think everyone assumes that anyone who's like an influencer or I don't know someone online they just assume that don't they they assume that they come from rich parents um, I had a comfortable upbringing my mum and dad they had good jobs they were paid well with their jobs they were very hard working my mum was or is a sonographer but she does it privately so she's you know got that and then my dad is a dentist and he had his own like clinic and stuff so they both were very very comfortable but they were also parents who would never spoil us or like yeah. I don't know like give you know hand money here and there like I would always always work for my money I'd always pay for my driving lessons or pay for you know my clothes like whereas my friends around me would have their parents pay for their clothes and stuff yeah. so I actually was quite the opposite it wasn't the opposite but I definitely learned to live and earn money in mm. different ways to what you would like expect maybe yeah but yeah I've definitely you know I've had very lucky privileged experiences but I get this assumption about myself a lot. Whenever I do like a Q&A on Instagram stories, people always say like, oh, your parents are rich or you come from a really wealthy background or like your parents bought your apartment and stuff. Yeah, Actually well. quite the opposite. Mm. Like my mum and dad divorced when I was like two and my mum quite literally took on role of both parents and she was full-time working mum and we lived in like council houses mm. and like we lived in like some really shit places sometimes. Oh, wow. Like I look back and feel so sorry for my mum now because oh. she really struggled. She had to work so hard. And like, for example, one of the places I lived in, I'm not even joking, it was like this horrible block of flats and people used to piss in the <sighs> lift. And really? me and my sister had like, there was like a tiny little garden. We had a, a trampoline in the garden and we used to go on it in the morning and there would be like drugs just like thrown really? out of the windows like from the flats above us onto a trampoline. So this is why like we had to move from like houses all the time because stuff like that would happen. No, like my parents were not well. Mm. my mum worked so hard mm. and my dad did too but I didn't really see my dad that much but yeah as soon as I was 16 I had a job and I was working for my own money and I've not had a penny given to me help wow. but I'm glad because it's made me hard work yeah absolutely and I don't wish any different yeah I agree same with me at the time when I was younger I was like very upset that I wasn't you know getting given money or yeah. like pocket money when my friends were and I was like but you can afford it like you know I was like that little child yeah. But I'm so thankful that they've brought me up the way they have yeah. because I am not only really careful with my money, obviously, like I do like to treat myself every now and then, but I have learned to spend money and be careful with it and invest and use it the way that I should yeah. in a sensible way, which I don't think I would have 
learned that if yeah my parents just handed me money whenever i completely feel the same as you because i live in quite like a wealthy place like bath is a rich town really Mm. i remember like all my friends parents would like buy them a car for their 16th 17th birthday and like i didn't have a car okay i didn't have a car my first car is the car that i bought last year wow which i'm just so proud of because i worked for yeah and i saved and you could you were in the position where you could really get a nice car it's just it makes it so much more rewarding yeah so yeah that assumption is false (laughs) you're both living in the now not planning much into the future in terms of your savings life goals or family planning okay this is funny it is funny because i I need to live in the now but i do also try and plan my future and and like what I can plan but at the same time I don't like to do that because I know that life can literally take a turn whenever it does so I try and not do that because then I'm just going to get disappointed or shocked or if I plan something and it doesn't go to plan Mm. it freaks me out for me at the moment currently doing what I do is very unstable Mm. the income can come and go whenever so I am actually really careful with my money because I fear that I'm just not going to have income next year or you know in the short term so I'm actually quite careful with it yeah I mean, similarly to you, I 100% think living in the now is so important because like, important. you hear these stories where like people save and save and save and then they get to retirement and then their yeah. husband dies or they get like a terminal illness and they can't do everything that they wanted to that they've been working so hard wow. for their entire life. But like, if you live with that mindset and you literally just live for the future, what if the future isn't there? Yeah. What oh if God, something so happens? True. So you have to be more balanced in your approach and still like appreciate the present moment and do things like want to do now but in terms of financial security and saving and all of that like I have always from a very young age been so careful with making sure I'm saving money I've never been in my overdraft or Mm. in debt or anything Mm. like that I think because when I was growing up I saw how much stress that caused in my family life and I've always been really good with saving yeah that's like rule that I go by is I question if I can afford something say like I'm about to buy a pair of shoes or like no let's say a car can I buy that car twice or three times and if I can then I'm like okay I can afford it. If I've only got enough money to buy it once, then I can't afford that. Yeah. I need to be overly comfortable yeah. to buy it. I feel like, yeah, people can just have the money in their account and think, oh, I've got so much money, let's spend, some spend. And then they get to doing day-to-day things like food shopping and stuff and they're like, oh, I need to actually budget myself here. And obviously yeah. that means that you've kind of not spent your money very wisely. Yeah. I think living in the present super important. Do things and buy yourself things. Do experiences yeah. that are going to bring you joy. Absolutely. But you also do need to think yeah. about the future and still have a budget and think about your money and look at yeah, where your money's absolutely. going. Like with my hair tra- extensions. I've been putting them off because I'm like, oh, they're just so, so expensive. expensive. I just don't know why I kept putting them off. I'm like, I can yeah. afford it. Like you work hard. I work hard. I, of course I can get these done. My parents. Yeah. Business expensive. Did you? <laughs> one more each yes right oh interesting you often initially get perceived as dumb in real life yes interesting okay I there's so many things potentially wow. because we're blonde i was gonna and say this yeah perception the stereotype blondes are dumb yeah. dumb blondes dumb blondes yeah also i think that the, the way i talk and how maybe overexpressionate i am mm. if that's a word ever expressive sorry ever expressive <laughs> you dumb blonde I'm so dumb oh god no but I'm one of those people who like I did very well at uni I've got a first in psychology so I 
was very happy with that. I did really well in secondary school, but I was actually in a lot of the foundation classes. Those are basically the classes that you can't get a C or higher because mm-hmm. lots of teachers kind of, you know, limited my potential and they thought that I was more dumb than I actually was. Really? So I proved them all wrong and I got such good grades. And I proved to myself as well that I'm actually not as dumb as I thought and I'm actually really smart. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not dumb. No. Although it may come across that I am because I do say little dumb comments or, you know, the way I talk doesn't, you know, it doesn't help. But mm. yeah, I'm not dumb. No, you're not <laughs> dumb. But I think for me, I definitely sometimes can lack a little bit of common, common sense. Common sense, right. But okay, yeah. I'm quite intelligent. Oh my God, okay. does, does that make me up myself to say I think I'm a little No. Bit, I'm not saying Absolutely I'm the most intelligent not. person in the world, but I do like read a lot and I like oh learning. Oh my God, and you love your words. I smashed it at uni. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I, I, we are both very alike in that sense. Thing is, I think I'm dyslexic. So obviously my dyslexia can come across as dumbness in certain areas of my life. Like yeah. I find it hard to retrieve certain words. Yeah. I may say a word that actually is another word that I'm trying to say. Yeah. So in that sense, that's my dyslexia, but it can come across as dumbness. But then We're I'm like, clever. Oh, I mean, I don't come across <laughs> as dumb. And then obviously I'm overthinking everything I say and now I'm like, okay, you're dumb. No, I think a lot of a lot of the times how people think like, oh, they're just stupid influencers. Well, that as well. I really hate that. Really hate yeah. that. Every time I'm on a night out. Sorry, I've got a cold. <laughs> Every time I, I'm on a night out, when people say, oh, what do you do? Always try and avoid saying influencer. And then it will always come, you know, come to the answer and they're like, oh, so yeah, you're an influencer. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. And then I try and explain myself because I yeah. don't want people to think that I am a stereotypical influencer who doesn't do anything in their life and just takes pictures when, of When someone does say to you, what do you do? What do you say? I say, I... I'm a content creator and I do like quite a few things on Instagram, work with brands. And then I say like I'm working on a certain project, I've got a podcast. Yeah. Like I try and, you know, like... Branch add, out. Yeah, branch out. I say I've got a coaching company yeah. and I post on Instagram and yeah. I have a podcast. Doesn't I don't think that sounds dumb at all. Well, sometimes I literally just say, oh, I'm a coach. Yeah, you just want to keep it short and yeah. sweet. No yeah. questions asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, one more assumption. You're always on your phones and friends get annoyed. I saw this one. I think, yes, that is true. Yeah? That is very true. Okay, I've got a hack for how to get around this. Mm-hmm. So, of course, like, we share a lot of our lives online and there is always that pressure to document what's going on. Mm. And I know for me, if I'm not active on my stories I get anxiety yeah I agree I'm like oh my god I need to post something yes absolutely or like if I'm not documenting it I'm like I need to document this because I'm gonna miss out and you know I want to show everyone this actually sorry I really don't mean to interrupt here but in the last episode I said about how anxious I was for puppy yoga and stuff yeah the main reason was because I was so anxious for getting a photo because getting a photo with puppies and everyone else wants to get photos it made me so anxious in my head I'm like okay I just don't want to go I don't want to have to have that stress I just want to be with puppies and not have to think about taking pictures or videos and getting a nice photo or getting a photo that I don't like I just want to live in the moment and that is me in every day whenever I do things especially when it's like events is it actually because I feel the same do you I've definitely worked on it and sometimes now I will go and do something or go out for dinner or something and not take a picture mm. like in the past I would associate every single event with that whole I need to yeah, get content this from perfect this content opportunity. and I need to get a picture yeah. and if I don't it will ruin my night and I'm not going to have a good time literally yeah it's so horrible it's to really go through horrible. life like that because you're never actually enjoying the moment no. or the actual event you're just yeah. thinking oh what if I don't get a good yeah. picture from and this? also when I get a good picture it makes the night so much better for me yeah but why is that well I it's guess like as soon as you take gone, that off your box yeah you're like, okay yeah I can enjoy, enjoy myself the night. now 
Which is, I hate, that's really a downside of doing yeah. what we do. Oh my God, I'm so glad you feel like that too, because I thought it was just me. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I think we are very like in that area. I think it's just the nature of the job. Yeah. You have to constantly document things. And I know that, you know, our followers are never going to expect us to document everything. No. But at the same time, if I go to puppy yoga, they're going to want to see that. Of course they are. And it's like an internal thing, I think. You almost have to share it. Yeah. And like, you want, and like, you want to. Yeah, it's kind of like FOMO if you don't. I don't know. But you, you also don't want to do it in a shit way. Yeah. You, so if think, you don't get a good enough picture, and I'm not saying good where we necessarily look great, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, Just, a good quality... So, yeah. Yeah. Shows the vibe. <laughs> I think we are both perfectionists. Yeah. I, actually, I know we are. Also, that trait definitely, yeah. Yeah. Has a fe- an effect on that. I can almost like, oh. I want to say sorry to my friends right yeah. now because I feel like my friends, my boyfriend, probably get a little bit of anxiety knowing that they're going to have to take a yeah. good picture and be the one who oh, I agree. has to help with that. I hate that my friend would always assume that I'm either going to a place because it's aesthetic Instagram or Instagram worthy yeah or whatever we're doing they would automatically expect me to ask them to take a photo of me I do feel like sometimes they get angry at me for doing that for just mm. asking them to take a picture of me especially like when I went to Lisbon I was with my brother's boyfriend I gave up halfway through mm. because I just knew that it's just not what he is used to yeah. and I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable and it also gave me the opportunity to just enjoy it and you know if yeah. I get a picture it's candid whatever I'm happy with that but yeah. I'm and sometimes the candid it. pictures are actually better <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the ones where you're not even like trying yeah, to. Yeah, definitely. I think learning. we should both work on that. Maybe yeah, we, we should have a that. thing where like once a week we go and do something or we go somewhere and we don't take our phone. Mm. Like, well, we take our phone, but we don't document it. Mm. Okay, I'm going to try that. Next week, that's our challenge. Yeah, both I'm going to try that. But one thing that I will say is I am on my phone a lot, but mm. lately and actually for the last few months, I've been doing this thing where like I will put my phone away. I will take pictures and I will like document things, but I won't do anything with it. And I will post it up when I'm at home mm. on my own mm. when I get a second to myself to actually then like oh, turn it into a piece of content so like always like if i go out for dinner or if i go to an event Mm. i'll document that event but nothing will actually go up oh my god yeah definitely no yeah i definitely wouldn't you know like reply to dms or post or write captions while i'm with my friends absolutely not obviously you know you're with your family there's Mm. you're watching tv of course i'm going to be going on my phone and like doing dms and stuff or whatever it is i need to do and they're probably also thinking all right she's always on her phone she can't just sit and watch a documentary with us with us yeah (laughs) yeah it's the nature of the job isn't it Mm. right should we get to the q a yeah so wow there's a lot here i've literally just opened one does your family get annoyed with you filming so yeah i do i think they do i also feel a bit uncomfortable filming in front of them i feel like they just judge me too much so i just avoid that i actually feel really uncomfortable filming in front of other people yeah there's certain people that i feel comfortable with but that's it really yeah Mm. even actually yeah some of my friends i wouldn't film in front of if i were it would just be montages like it wouldn't be me talking to the camera no i think they cringe too much but you you have friends where you fully can oh yeah yeah yeah. like obviously anna yeah yeah it's like the i feel like molly and jasmine i can definitely be yeah fine filming but anyone else i'm like yeah so i don't know if they get annoyed i mean yeah probably to be fair do you ever get anxious about stalkers i haven't thought about this yet have Um, you had any so i do definitely i'm wary of it absolutely like i don't show my surroundings around like where i live i don't show the outside of my building i don't even show like what's opposite my building i don't show me walking from my place or to my place like i'm very wary of that so i guess yeah that's all i think about in terms of stalkers 
I don't know what else. I've definitely had some yeah, unfortunate have. events. Yeah. And it's definitely opened my eyes to me having to make sure I'm being more careful. And mm. this is kind of what I was saying at the beginning. Like, I don't have much common sense. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes I think the world is such a lovely, nice place. And I'm not aware of, like, how evil the world yeah, can be. Yeah. So I have, unfortunately, had some quite, like, quite serious things happen. Mm. So I'm a lot more careful now. And, like, when I am somewhere, I always make sure that I post it, like, when I'm gone. Uh, yeah, absolutely that's key yeah like if I'm tagging my location you can bet I'm not there yeah when but I post even that up. even if you tag that location you are somewhere around there aren't you yeah stalkers are very clever and they can really narrow mm-hmm. it down to where exactly you are and they can also you know look up people who you're with and then obviously they may yeah. be tagging where they are so it's like so easy for them to keep track of you yeah one really weird thing mm-hmm. that happened I've had like a lot of weird things yeah. happen to me on social media with fake accounts and stuff and then I've had like flowers delivered to my house with weird notes oh my god and don't. like what really fuck? strange messages from people and uh, like someone damaged my car quite mm. aggressively oh it's um, actually terrifying it's and terrifying. I think a lot of it like I used to like record stories when I was leaving my house talking to the camera and stuff where you could probably see my street and yeah. my house in the background which is stupid and, and I number know plates, now literally number plates yeah they can track down so I'm a lot more careful with yeah it now. That's but good. being on social media has definitely made me more scared yeah because it's a it's a big wide world out there i'm actually recently going through all of my recent followers and scaringly quite a few weird accounts of weird men and old men and i block them straight away i actually go through manually Mm. and do that and i wish instagram brought this feature where they where you could like filter your followers Mm. so i could filter people who are like 60 years older or something yeah men you know anything like that it's disgusting Um, yeah it's really some of the things that we get guys it's Mm. like you don't want to see it there's one guy from america who you know like instagram stories you'd like talk to your camera about what you're doing each day he would honestly record about 30 a day for about three or four months to me directly like talk me through showing me his entire day oh my God, that's and then like weird. at the end of the day he'd like show me like really stuff. and there were like thousands Ooh. of videos when i got to it in my dms like <gasps> it was weird did you report him yeah Oh, I don't like it. I don't like how they can get away with doing So yeah, like to answer the question about stalkers, like, it is definitely yeah. a worry of mine and it's been definitely exacerbated mm. this year. And then on that topic, another question that we had is, do you worry that people know who you are when you're just trying to go about your day? Yeah, I do. I get really anxious, you know. Since moving to London, like people have come up to me and I absolutely love it. Like I love meeting all you guys. But there's also so many people who don't come up to me, but they stare at me and it makes me feel really, really anxious. And then like even if it's someone who is just looking at me and they don't know who I am, I automatically think, oh my God, what if they know who I am? And like, yeah. I am not wearing makeup or I'm drunk on a night out or, you know, that there's so many different things where I just get really anxious. Do you? so anxious especially because like where I live Bath like it's such a small Mm. place and I have heard lots of things like people talking about me negatively and Mm. sometimes when I'm just walking around like if I see people staring at me I'm like oh my god like what do they think like what have they heard like what are they saying about me and like even like in the gym sometimes like I I don't know if someone's looking at me because they're just just staring or if they know me or if they think I I look stupid or yeah if... yeah I completely agree in terms of the gym as well well I, I don't know and sometimes like obviously like with my clients I'm so used to 
see in their check-in photos. I don't, and like they don't always show their face, mm. so I don't know actually how oh, wow. my clients like necessarily look in their face. Wow, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, oh my god, what if it's a client? And like yeah. I, I do get anxious about it because yeah, you don't know yeah. if it's a follower or yeah. if it's someone just staring at you. And also, even like say on nights out or at events, there are definitely people who pretend that they don't know you. Yeah, but they do. Yeah. And then, I don't know, even if they don't pretend and they, they do just say that, they you know, they've been following you or whatever. I do always think in the back of my head, like, are they just being friendly with me because of my presence on Instagram? Or are they actually just genuinely being friendly yeah. with me? It's and hard that, to know, so, isn't Yeah, it? it's so hard. You don't know if someone don't know actually what like, wants to be your friend and mm. be nice to you or if it's just because you have, like, a few followers. Yeah, <laughs> and they just want to follow clout or whatever. I yeah. It isn't, yeah, it's quite anxiety provoking but I will say I do absolutely love it when you guys like come yeah, up to me I, like it makes my day and like yeah. I love this but weirdly every time I go abroad Paris Barcelona Budapest Norway I have met one of you where, like oh, where you've come up to me which is so crazy sweet. to me yeah, that, it's like, crazy when it gets to that point isn't it and you're like god this is actually like yeah. worldwide but then it's actually <laughs> scary because I'm like well if that's happening how many people are seeing me and not yeah yeah I oh my god I always think this as well I'm like, okay, so let's say three people have come up to me today. So that means there may be more people that actually know me. me, But yeah, but they haven't come up to me. Because there's so many people who are like, I didn't come up to you because I was too nervous. But there's also people who haven't even messaged me saying that. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay, like this is actually... Yeah, it definitely... Puts it it into perspective. It definitely makes me look around. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Not in an obsessive... I have this amount of followers on Instagram. Oh, no. No, not in that way. Not in that way. (laughs) I feel like people may, may... Think that we're, take that the wrong yeah, way no, oh my god please no. don't take that the wrong but way but as well partly not. because of the stalker thing as well if you guys have listened to other podcasts like you'll know like when I've been like followed and stuff mm. it's for that reason yeah. as well like you're always a bit on you're edge just on edge absolutely yeah you don't know what people are out to do no but love meeting you guys so if you <laughs> absolutely do, love you please you us, come say please hi. come say hi <laughs> <laughs> right you go question okay how has your friendship with older slash home friends changed interesting Okay, you go so first. I guess naturally, as you grow older, you do just drift away from your home friends or school friends, or whatever, which has naturally happened with me. But I'm definitely still just the same with my home friends or like you know mm-hmm. my best friends, my school friends. Like I've still got a group of friends at home who you know do you know normal day to day things, and like it is hard to stay in contact when we do like meet up. It's Com- just completely the same because I'm not a different person like no. I'm so the same they just find it funny how they can always see me on social media and see what I'm doing and I can't see anything that they're doing so like when I'm like yeah. so what have you been up to and then obviously they tell me but like they never ask back because they know what I've been up to so yeah. I find that quite funny I actually funny said this to my best friend Molly the other day I was like I kind of don't like how you see everything yes! I do and she she actually this. doesn't even have social media like she doesn't post I... anything so I'm like I would just like to know like what you're eating and stuff yeah <laughs> just like show me what you're doing <laughs> give me something to work with her yeah <laughs> but yeah has yours changed no not no, at all not at like, all I don't think it, it, it shouldn't really no. because it shouldn't make you change as a person it's your, your job at the it end is of the your day job, yeah like anything else like any other job so yeah that also leads on to another one that I saw which was like why are you only friends with influencers yeah so this is something that's very interesting because I do understand where you're coming from but again it is just like any job and it's just like you yeah. have you know work friends and then home friends and a like, lot of the time people you meet through your work yeah, become so then, a genuine yeah, friend not only because you're around them and you're doing the same thing but also you both have similar interests like you're bound to both have very similar interests mm. you both get what you do like you're both up for doing similar things and it just naturally is that way 
And yeah, I think with social media, it's, there's so much network to it. You can so easily meet so many people who do the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's just like a an indirect thing that happens. Yeah, it's not like we, not like we seek we out only be I'm friends. I'm only with. going to be friends if you if have X amount yeah, followers. Yeah, oh, no way. <laughs> I swear that that's what it's like in LA, though. Do you think? Yeah. Like so, I heard I was watching someone's YouTube video on Coachella, and they said there was like this revolve party, and they were only choosing people who had a certain amount of followers to go into the revolve party. How stupid is that? People are like, I've That's got X amount of followers in like the queue, and another person was like, oh, I've got this amount of followers. Oh my god, it's so bad. But Thank some god people buy their followers, don't they? Oh, we oh, had a question dear. about that. Did we? I didn't uh, see that one. We've got oh my god! If anyone, please, if anyone buys their followers, one, it's so obvious who buys their followers because they may have so many followers, but they have like no engagement, like you know, like minimal likes, minimal comments, and stuff like that. And another thing, brands can tell brands can if you so if you bought followers because they'll do. Um, social media analytics yeah, review yeah. and it will tell you where your followers are based yeah, and where the they're systems. from it will go into like the backtracking of it's it all. just the, and it will the show worst thing that you have invested in like bots oh my god no it's so bad followers. i purposely go out my way to block bots and to like actually remove yeah. those followers because, because i don't it can want remove, engagement it can reduce your engagement yeah. so that's interesting do you sometimes advertise things you don't like absolutely not and I think it's really 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 hard to tell if an influencer likes things or not and obviously there's so many stories that people hear where an influencer has promoted something that is just a gimmick or you know they've been paid X amount to promote that so obviously they're going to promote it kind of thing I want to talk about something that I saw the other day oh I don't my god. know if you saw I me saw it, I, saw it, I saw it. can I just quickly say one more thing there is no amount of money that's going to make me promote something if I don't like it I'm not going to promote it and there's no. so much money that I've actually turned down we so should, we should fully that. go into that yeah. Okay, right. First one, oh. I'm going to talk about what I saw the other day, which Terrible. horrified Terrible. me. A few of you actually sent it to me as well, which is how I saw it. I'm not going to name Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
fucking her because I'm not about no. that naming and shaming. I'm not. No. And she did remove it, so I think yeah, she got she some hate for it. it. Yeah. But there was someone with a big social big media promoting fat-burning leggings. Leggings that reduce your appetite, help you sleep better, remove cellulite, and help oh you lose God. two stones. That's what it was oh. claiming. And she was actually promoting it. She was saying, yeah, these leggings will help you burn fat. And I'm just like, wow. It's so, it really frustrates me because that's obviously putting a bad rep on influencers. And people are very easy generalised, don't they? So mm-hmm. they're going to see someone do that. They're going to think, oh, God, like I don't trust anyone that I see on social media now because it's so easy to just promote something and get paid for it. Yeah. And I hate the fact that we are automatically put in that category. I think you can definitely tell when someone is being authentic or not. Mm. Personally, I cannot fake liking something. The morals, I just... I just it's not even that. Like, much. I get a little bit anxious sometimes putting things on social media in general anyway. Mm. Like, sometimes if I'm having a really anxious day, like, I just can't be on my stories mm-hmm. and stuff. So if I'm feeling like that, there's no way I could mm. fake liking yeah, something, yeah, you know? absolutely. Let's actually talk about what's the most amount of money you've been offered for something that you've turned down. Oh, God. Or an, an example of something that you've turned down because it wasn't in alignment with you and so, your brand. So let's just bear in mind, I am still quite new into the influencer world and the figure that I'm going to say now is going to be shocking. So it just puts into perspective mm-hmm. what other influencers are earning. <laughs> I turned down six grand for a few stories mm-hmm. from a brand that I absolutely didn't want to promote. They were willing to pay anything. The was product. it to talk about a certain brand or was it to actually promote a particular No, product? a product. Okay. Yeah, a product. Can you say so, what that product was? I don't know. I feel like people are going to probably narrow it down too much. Right, okay. But yeah, just no. Okay, I had something very similar. I turned down £4,000 the other day, actually, for doing, I think it was five, no, four or five stories about a device that can help you hack your metabolism. What? Yeah, it was something where, like, you breathe into it and it tells you exactly how many calories you need to eat at what time of the day, blah, 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 like a full-on metabolizer thing. It was a load of bullshit. There's just too many... But there was, like, science with it on the website and stuff to back it up and evidence to show how it works and stuff. But no, like, Mm. even if that machine tells you some sort of, like, scientific thing which is partly accurate, you don't need that. And no consumer needs that stupid device Mm. to lose weight. It's just ridiculous it it really does make me think like if i actually sat down and calculated how much money i've turned away it it would be tens of thousands but actually i think in the long run you would make more money from staying true to yourself uh, that's why building your own brand absolutely because there's no way i would jeopardize well the the trust that my followers have with me to just to promote a product that will get me short-term gratification Mm. it's so bad and i'd hate to lose my trust with my followers so yeah i don't i don't literally i just could not care less yeah i really couldn't care yeah if i'm like turning down that money i really couldn't care and another example i got offered to work with another like big supplement company you guys who don't know i've been working with my protein for like years now i love that stuff like i literally have been using it since the day i joined the gym (laughs) and i love their products and I got offered to work with another supplement company, but I turned it down. Yeah. They were offering me a lot more money, mm. but I just felt like, well, I oh, don't yeah. already use mm. it and it would be mm. inauthentic for Absolutely. me to just switch like that. So yeah. I decided to stay with my current sponsor yeah. um, just because I genuinely like it more. Yeah. That's literally what's happened with me recently as well with the renewal contracts. Yeah. There's been a lot of brands who want to compete against my current brand contracts. You know, they're obviously going to throw a lot of money at it and I'm 
I'm not happy with it. I'm not going to no. change who I, I work with just because of the money. Yeah, you've got to stay true to really what do, you yeah. actually like. And, and I think we do have our heads screwed on and we are very sensible with that. But I do think it's very easy for a lot of people who are in this industry to just get swayed by the numbers and they don't really necessarily think in the long run. And I actually think on the other hand as well, the flip side, brands can be extremely mm. irresponsible. One example, I once went to a photo shoot for a clothing brand who were branching out into a bit more like fitness stuff and they were like creating an app and they wanted me to do some filming and stuff for them Mm. and I went and there was a couple of other people there who for the actual shoot you had to do workouts and I didn't realize this at the time but we actually had to have already created the workouts ourselves and like do like a workout class essentially Mm. and there were other people there who weren't qualified they weren't professionals they didn't have a clue what they were doing Mm. and they were asking me like what exercises should I do is this the right way to do that exercise and how do I do this and how do I do that they looked great but they didn't have a clue what they were doing Mm. and this brand was happy to have them put in any old workout on their app just because they look good I think again to touch on that a lot of the time that I turn away a deal it can obviously be because of the product and whatever it is but it's also because of the people when you work with a brand you're working with the people aren't you so if I don't get along with the people for whatever reason or if like their ethos or way of working or whatever it is how they treat you isn't the way I want to be treated then there's no way like no matter how much I like the product I'm really sorry but I I can't for my own health mental health like I can't go through that like that's happened in the past and it's been really hard because I've, I've I love the products but I just couldn't get on with the direct contacts yeah and it was really quite that's difficult. very true yeah. I've had experiences like that I mean this is a question that we've had a lot how do you make money right that was a, literally the one that I was going to yeah. say as well yeah how do you both make there's money? a lot of different avenues so I guess I will start by saying like my main source of income is my business my coaching mm-hmm. so that's like yeah. where the majority of my salary comes from but then I have other avenues and stuff Instagram doesn't pay me directly but I get paid for things that I put on social media within my contracts but I only really work with my long-term partners Mm -hmm. and if I ever do a post that I'm getting paid for I will always say that it's an ad or branded or whatever because you have to yeah yeah. and it's always very very clear Mm. so my long-term goal isn't to have influencing which is what I do now as my main source of income like I would like to have like a business and like other you know streams of income be like my main focus but at the moment you get it from like contracts like brand deals so I've got long-term contracts with Gymshark and Misfits who obviously I absolutely love and I use them all the time doesn't even feel like a job for me like mm. it's just very natural so I get a monthly income from them oh yeah and then of course commission and then yeah you get commission on the side again that varies so much mm. month by month I was just gonna say that is one thing like a lot of you guys have been saying like do you worry about the inconsistency of social media and that is so true when you're making commission it can be so different every month like especially you know seasonal times like black friday would be great but then like summer months might be very very january as well could be really quiet because it's just after christmas and yeah you know not many people that want to spend money so yeah that is um i don't think it's good to rely no no i would never that's just a little like bonus yeah that's how i see it and then i also get from youtube so like when when anyone watch my video if they like watch the ads in my videos and i'd get revenue from that you don't really get it from tiktok like at all like people who would have really big following they'd only get it from again through brand deals so it's mainly brand deals really Mm. but yeah with youtube it is 
great if you have like loads of subscribers loads of viewers and you know if your video goes viral like i was surprised how hard it is to earn on youtube i actually know nothing about that yeah like people obviously are youtube is there a big variance massive okay massive and it's so hard to actually like i I don't think i could ever imagine myself earning and doing youtube full-time no because what i get is again just like a little bit of pocket money it's not like okay that's actually really Unless you were going to go, like, full-time and, like, really put your Really put everything into it. Yeah, you absolutely can. And, like, take that risk. It's a long process to do that. It's not just a quick overnight thing. Yeah. This is, I guess, why, like, I've had some of you guys ask me, like, directly on my Instagram, like, why I kind of took a backseat with YouTube. Oh, yeah. I honestly loved create. I've I made a few YouTube videos. They did really well. I think my first ever video got like thirty thousand views. Amazing! Which is good for like my first video. And I love doing it. But when I think about the time invested into Mm. that and the return, Mm. it's not worth it from like a business or a financial perspective. And sometimes I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the One Thing. It's a really great book, and they also have a podcast. I highly Mm. recommend it. But it's about sometimes like the best thing you can do for success and to move forward with your goals is to focus on one thing right. and not spread yourself too thin and do too many different avenues mm. of things so I decided to like just put that to one side and put majority of my focus and attention into my coaching my yeah. business for me like I don't want people to think that I do certain things just because I get money from it like obviously at the end of the day it is my job but I literally spend hours and hours of vlogging and editing mm. purely for your like your entertainment, like, entertainment I really don't yeah. get a lot out of it no. at all I can appreciate the amount of time and yeah. effort that goes into that it takes so much time it is yeah. I definitely underestimated the hard work that YouTube has put into their videos before starting YouTube mm-hmm. for sure and I can really appreciate like all these YouTubers but again a lot of them have video editors and you know yeah, I guess it's different if you've got like a graphic designer video editor yeah. but like even the little things that you wouldn't think about I guess even like with Instagram posts like it's not just taking a oh picture God, and yeah. putting up a post it's not that and like I've actually had some really horrible comments from people in my hometown and stuff saying that the only reason I have a following is because I post my ass on Instagram mm. like people are so quick to judge narrow minded yeah. like it's not just posting a selfie yeah and actually but i think for some influencers it is well yeah which is annoying that we've we are automatically put in that box again yeah. isn't it we, i mean you and i i think we try to provide value in every Absolutely. single thing we post always yeah occasionally i might put like a, a lifestyle picture up mm. but i've kind of stopped doing that as much because i want to make sure my platform is helpful mm-hmm. and valuable and mm-hmm. the same as you like all your posts are super personal and relatable and inspiring mm. and helpful <laughs> and that, that's how it should be yeah and it isn't just putting up a picture like you know sometimes it might be like a selfie yeah. or whatever but like that's accompanied with a helpful caption Absolutely. about something where you know yeah. time and effort has to go into yeah. that and actually that has changed a lot over the last yeah. few years a couple of years ago it was literally you could post a mirror picture put a motivational caption and it would go viral whereas now you have to put so much time <laughs> into yeah. creating reels and videos and long form content oh, yeah. and being so active on your stories and engaging and replying to DMs and mm. you know putting so much time and effort into mm-hmm. things but not only that I feel like there are so many opinions on social media nowadays you have to really be careful about mm. what you say and I quite often find myself like holding back like confused on how to okay, communicate yeah, yeah, myself because yeah, yeah. I don't want people to take me the wrong yeah, way and absolutely. I'll be there kind of like umming and ahhing mm. over a caption in case someone takes it the wrong way you know what that's again probably why like the majority of influencers 
online they do hold back and they're not as authentic or real as their followers would hope because that's scary of course yeah we're gonna like we are being watched by Mm. so many eyes and the last thing we want to do is upset anyone or say the wrong thing and you know sometimes like we are uneducated about certain topics and as Mm. a society and you could say something that could really be hurtful like and cancel culture is such a thing nowadays like it's frightening it scares me to death I can't lie um so yeah again we just be really careful but also being authentic and being your true real self online is what I think is so needed in this industry and so many people follower wise they love seeing that but it's a thin line but it's such a thin yeah Yeah. such a thin line I think we do that well though I am so real on my stories like like, I'm just myself I don't fake anything I don't put on a facade like when I'm down I will just share it but I think I will only ever share things that I fully know I'm confident in sharing and I know myself and I'm always basing it on my experience and I make that really clear people obviously have so many different experiences on anything so as long as you make that disclaimer I guess you can't go wrong I feel like that leads on to another question that I saw quite a lot which was what do you find the hardest about social media mm. or what do you personally find the most difficult and I know for me it's definitely when I'm going for a really hard time with like personal issues like yeah. I'm not gonna lie last year was a really really horrible a hard year for me and a lot of shit happened and it's having to put that to a side mm. and put on a brave happy face and be positive and just pretend like that stuff isn't going on behind mm. the scenes and still continue with your daily content and showing up mm. on social media and working and like I guess I have my work work and then I've got my social media presence yeah. and stuff and like having to do that when I was really not okay was really yeah. really hard people will absolutely respect you and obviously they shouldn't expect people online to be completely 100% happy all the time they definitely know that and when you share vulnerability that respect just increases so much more yeah I am very open and honest with my social media but I have big sort of like weight on my shoulders that I don't want to be negative Mm. and that I I always want to be like uplifting and positive and happy and like try and make other people feel better so if I'm there talking about my issues I also don't want it to look like I'm trying to get sympathy or making other people think I'm trying to get them to feel sorry for me because that's never the intention or make or like you know complain about something or be upset about something when so many other things are going on and it's so trivial because there's bigger issues going around I think we do overthink this but also there's absolutely going to be people out there who are probably going to think that and Mm. that's the one thing that I really don't like about social media is that there's so many people that follow you they could be following you because they want to see you fail or they could be following you because they actually just love you as a person and either way there's always going to be opinions about you definitely yeah so that's really something I don't like um what do you find hardest about being on social media I find it really hard that I don't actually get a break it's constant it's yeah. non-stop it's you don't have 24 hours you don't have days off you don't have that bank holiday feeling that everyone else is having it is kind of just very repetitive yeah. I love it though like I really do think the pros far outweigh the cons but of course there's cons to everything but I think that's yeah one thing that really gets me every day like I really do think that I thrive off routine and having like set tasks to do and sometimes just being a quote-unquote influencer it's hard to tick things off the list yeah because and there is always something to do always something to do wow yeah, and I always. always have pressure that I'm gonna like run out of ideas not that I oh ever my god, will yes run yeah. out of content or mm-hmm. something would happen and like oh my god yeah. so when I was noticing my following was growing and I was doing like all these posts generally can you not I was up nearly every night 
thinking, like, as I was trying to get to sleep, I was thinking, brainstorming, brainstorming, everything, like, okay, well, how can I execute that idea? How can I do that in that way? Oh, with social media, like, it's so saturated nowadays, so you do have to kind of just, not only just be you and be yourself, but also be creative. That was just me every night, trying to be as creative as I possibly could be, and there was always that thought in the back of my head, like, what if I run out of ideas? Yeah. And over a year later, we haven't run out of ideas, like, they will always come, because it is just us being ourselves. At the end of the day, it's our life, and and we are just sharing our life. And what we're doing and what we're passionate about. So I guess the ideas are never gonna go. It's just a worry though. Yeah, it's a worry and it's a worry if people like lose interest. Yeah. I do worry about that. Yeah. I do really worry about that. Just try not to just go in general, like a lot of pressure. And I guess it is a lot internally inflicted, Mm. like by ourselves. It is. And I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself. And I know you do too, and we're both (laughs) perfectionists. So it is hard. Because I know for a fact all you guys, you do not expect anything from us. Like you really just want to follow us for us as a person yeah like you're here listening to us because you're just like interested in what yeah. we talk about there there shouldn't be that pressure but exactly it's like we put that pressure on ourselves because we want to deliver and really make everyone happy and really meet our full potential every yeah. day and i think that does yeah have a detrimental impact on us sometimes and actually i d- we did put on the um the stories as well oh yeah what do you look for in what an influencer? do you look for in an influencer mm. and it honestly like put the biggest smile on my face i haven't read through them have you not not this one no okay i'll read you some so honesty being real when you feel like you can relate to them them, their positivity transparency relatability if they inspire me to be a better version of myself mm. um, when they're showing the real side of them honesty I don't like it when someone seems perfect authenticity yeah. mm. their morals similar interests informative posts wow. good role models it's all things like that it's not about being picture perfect yeah, it's not, not about, about having like the perfect Instagram grid yeah. I definitely have absolutely realised that I'm actually very proud that I I don't feel that pressure in terms of physical appearance to look a certain way. She says, just having extensions done. <laughs> but I think I don't, yeah, I don't look for external, what do you call it, external approval on my physical appearance. Because mm. I think maybe that's quite dated or maybe there are still people out there who do follow influencers just because they look pretty. Yeah, maybe, but I'm glad I'm not in that category. Mm. I'd, ha- I'd like to think so anyway, I'm not in that category. I wouldn't like to know if someone's following me just thing because is, you, like, you do look great. Like, you look amazing. <laughs> so I guess that does play a part, but I think more so people follow you because you're so real and yeah. positive and relatable and honest and transparent. That's like, what I'd I like think, to think. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely why. Oh, that's good. Good to have that reassurance. Same yeah. with you, though. Again, I've, we, we... I've always, mm. like, put a lot of pressure on myself. And I guess, like, some of this is probably related to the fact that I got bullied and I, yeah. I had a lot of hate and stuff before. But being completely transparent, like, I do feel a lot of pressure to look mm. a certain way and, like... In terms of face, hair, body, everything? I guess so. Yeah. Because, like, you are putting yourself out there every single mm. day. There is always going to be pressure that, I don't know, feel, like, sometimes not good enough, mm. you know? I think there's definitely times where... Because you're taking, like, okay, so I'm going to use the example of me vlogging all the time. Like, I have my face in my vlogging camera all the time. When I'm editing, I catch very not nice angles I don't want to see. Those are blips that I have and I'm like, oh, God, like, maybe I should get a nose job or, Mm. like, you know, tweak certain things. And I think 
it's really hard to be on camera all the time because I think that's inevitable. To criticise yourself way more than the average person does because yeah. you're constantly having to take pictures of yourself. Yeah, because you have to always You're constantly analysing, like, you, you know. You have a video done. For example, like, it wasn't that long ago that I filmed a workout and I didn't even end up posting it because like, I was due on and I looked at the videos and oh, I just really? felt like I looked like really bloated and I was like, oh my God, people are just going to think. I so you know what? But I shouldn't do that you because it, that, that. that is real. I want you to post that. Relatable. Because if you even address that in the caption yeah. and say, I really guys i'm gonna be honest i actually didn't post this when i planned to because of blah 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 yeah. honestly you just saying that makes everyone feel less alone but then do you know what i thought about doing that but then i thought but what if other people look at that and think i don't even look that okay, bloated right. and then i get yeah. hate for that i i completely that's agree what with i this mean about well. like yeah. never knowing like what this the right is, thing to do oh, is i have chats about <laughs> this with anna as well i'm like because when i have bad I... boy image days and i say yeah. oh, i really blah blah majority of comments are so positive but there are obviously a few dms who are like that's your bad body image day ha god i i must feel yeah. like i look shit basically. that's exactly it they like i compare. never want to offend yeah. someone with my own insecurity mm. about myself and i wouldn't want that to make someone else feel worse then also it should make people realize that what they see is completely different to what you see and yeah. that just goes to show that it's all in our heads yeah. and then that should also reflect on them and like if they're ever feeling insecure or body conscious they've got to remember that what they're seeing is actually not what anyone else is seeing or th even thinking like probably the complete opposite so it's the same with everyone so even just you showing that is opening light into self-reflection yeah with you and also with them that's very true it's just yeah. very tricky like there's always like oh but what if this yeah. and what if that I know but I guess being in this industry and having opinions left right and center if we constantly think like that we're not going to get anywhere no we're going to actually stop ourselves from doing what we truly love yeah because we let other people's opinions get in the way i've definitely made such good amount of like progress, progress with yeah. that not caring what other people think and mm. i guess that's how we both actually started our instagrams mm, which is absolutely we, guys we've had so many questions saying like how do you guys have the confidence to post mm. how do you not care what other people think about your post are you not worried about what people who actually know you what oh are they my god thinking? Oh, absolutely definitely at the start i was so worried i just didn't want anyone from my school or my family or anything to see what i was posting because obviously it's personal content but also like they must think it's cringe even now i do think there's some stories and stuff or posts that I don't want my home friends or even not even friends like just people who went to my school because I know there are still people who follow me and they know me and their acquaintances it does worry me but I don't let it stop me from doing my job no at the end of the day I guess that's it I don't know how did you I've, I very confidence? much have always this quote has just stuck with me which is like people are going to have an opinion of you whatever you yeah. do so you might as well just do whatever same with me brings you happiness and what you want to do for your own life your Absolutely. own goals it's your life yeah I always live by that as well I think that's probably how we've both been able to do yeah. what we do I think um, people will judge you like mm. people judged me right at the beginning when I had 500 followers mm. and they also judge me now when yeah. I've got you know more followers than that. And I like, also think, like, people who maybe want to be an uh, influencer or whatever, but they are worried about what people think, it definitely means that it's just not right for you. No. Like, even if you do get over that first barrier of starting on Instagram and then posting what you want to post, down the line, you're still going to, you know, it's going to be ingrained in you that other people's opinions are more important than your own. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, like, it's just not actually a right industry for you to be in. No, you have to be okay to be with other people judging you yeah. and hate coming your way. Yeah. And I think you and I are both very lucky. Like, we don't actually get much hate at all. No, we don't. Like, of course, the odd comment or mean DM, whatever. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, or like if a post goes viral and it's just some random like Sandra sitting in her kitchen, like yeah, <laughs> or a bottle cap. Like of course that's gonna happen, but we're we're lucky we don't get yeah, that. We are. We don't get attacked. So much. lucky. Love but you, you have to, you know, risk that happening. Yeah, like some people, like unfortunately, do get absolutely slated yeah. and attacked on social media, and that's just the horrible world that we live in. Unfortunately, mm, yeah, cancel culture is very scary. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what I did to actually like be okay with posting on social media i remember the day i changed my name to emma fit uk when i <laughs> first made my fitness account because my one of my best friends at uni was just constantly telling me to do it mm. so i think that was a little bit more reassuring because i was like okay i'm getting an outsider's opinion and view and like if she says that i really should do this and fine okay i'll do it i'll try it. i'll try it out and yeah. once you try it i guess you you understand that it really doesn't matter what people think and i think through practice and through just doing what we do we build that thick skin yeah and it gets thicker and thicker and you just learn to read a comment but not let it get to you yeah personally my advice if you want to start an instagram or a youtube or whatever write down exactly what your goals are and how you Mm. want that to look how you're gonna feel in you know two years three years five years from now if you're consistent with that and you build it to what you can really like imagine it to be and how amazing and proud of yourself you're gonna be for making that initial scary step so proud you're gonna look back and be like thank god i did that that." and like i look back on myself and i'm like i am so glad i did that i genuinely think like what is there to lose there is nothing life is too short there are so many things that people do in their lives that they just do because they're worried about what people think or like they're trying to please other people when right we're all gonna die and it's really morbid for me to say this but i would hate to be at my funeral and question you're, you're like you're not gonna what be I at did. your funeral because you'll be you dead know, i will spiritually be that <laughs> but question what i did or like you know why didn't i do that i would hate to have regrets i'd hate to live with regrets yeah you can you you can't live with a regret so say like okay i regret starting my instagram which hypothetically speaking obviously I, I can't regret that because at least I started it and at least I now know you that that's know. just not right for me. So yeah. what is there to regret about it? Like, okay, great. Now move on. Let's find something else that I'm going to enjoy. So you need, you, I yeah. think you really need to get clear on what could come from that and how great you're going to feel. Mm. And exactly what Millie says, it's better to know you did that and tried it out rather yeah. than have regrets and always be thinking, what if? And you know what? I think a lot of people may want to be an influencer or start an Instagram account to get followers and to have that following account but I'm like you can't have that because that automatically puts you into that place where you're relying on other people's opinions and other people's views of you and numbers and that is when it gets so toxic and you just can't do that and I can promise you now if it's followers and numbers you want you're never going to be happy because they're always going to be a next thing that you want to work towards like I remember thinking like oh my god if I get 100k followers on Instagram like life's made made. yeah I've done it like mum I've done it well made it made it literally but I can promise you as soon as you hit 100 you'll want 101 yeah 102 150 200 it's just just, you can't get caught up on the world I I genuinely do not care how many followers I have I appreciate to the core core. every single one of you individuals (laughs) who follows and you know what I used to hear that when I was like following like my role models and stuff and I used to hear that and I was like 
um, you're not actually talking to me. No. Like, we, I, you, literally, every single one of you counts. Yeah. Every single one of you counts. Every single one of you who watches our stories, comments yeah. on our posts, she like, shows rep- support. yeah, who shows support, oh, who even follows honestly, us. Like, yeah. we do appreciate you so much. We really do. But it is never about numbers. It genuinely isn't. And, like, I'm going to be completely transparent. For a, a long time, towards the beginning, it was that. I think for everyone who for initially starts, I think actually for a lot of people who still now who have lots of followers they still do think about that I had to do a lot of self-reflection and inward work to get past that because I would attach my self-worth and who I was as a person to how many followers I had absolutely I definitely did that at the start because I mean actually only up until like I think since I moved to London because I realised I was so happy when I moved to London. I was like, if I've moved to London, like, I, I'm happy now. I'm content. Yeah. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm free. But all the time up until then, I was literally checking my following count every day because I was getting this feeling that I'd never felt before of seeing my following count grow and grow so much overnight. And it was like, whoa, what is this? Like, this is so exciting. And my family would always ask me every day, how many followers you at now? So yeah. they'd obviously reinforce that. There's other people asking yeah. as well, like, wow, your account's yeah, growing yeah. so quickly. It's reinforcing the fact that, okay, maybe like this is what I should be aiming for. Yeah. It can really hit you hard really when it goes you. in the opposite direction. Yeah. I know what, what you went through because I had a similar thing where there was a period of time where I gained so many followers in such a short space of time overnight it could be like 5,000 yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah, ridiculous yeah. and then it went for a stage where my engagement dropped and my followers just like plateaued mm. and like when you are seeing your followers go up by like 5,000 a night that gives you such a big such like adrenaline. dopamine hit yeah. and you're like oh my god yeah. like you wow like, you it's like a more drug more. it's like genuine yeah. guys it's like a drug so then when that drops your self worth drops yeah absolutely and you feel like you're not good enough anymore yeah. and no one cares and anymore. you question oh, why people aren't following me or why yeah. are people, why, what am I doing why, wrong? Yeah, what am I doing wrong? Wow, I didn't know you used to experience that yeah. as well. So I've I've had to completely detach yeah. myself from that now. And I, it's, For our own mental it, health. I still like post so much of my own like personal life because I love that and I love sharing like personal stuff. But I'm not going to attack who I am you as a person oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. how many people yeah. are watching my stories yeah. or like following yeah. me. It's also it's really dangerous. hard to not compare yeah. as well yeah. with other influencers. Yeah. You have to really check in every day. Anyway, I think that's a long episode, isn't it? I feel yeah. like, should we wrap up soon? Yeah, was there any... God, there's so much to talk about, guys. Should we answer one more? Okay, one more, one more. What does a day in the life of Emma and Millie look like as quote-unquote influencers? Mm-hmm. Every, for me, every day is completely different. Absolutely. So, okay, I'm just going to go through my day yesterday. It was a very boring day for me. I woke up, uh, went to the gym. I then had a call with my manager. I had a meeting with a brand... I then had lunch, replied to DMs. Oh, also before the gym, I'd have to, well, I wouldn't have to, but I would usually take a picture. So then hopefully I can like add it to my bank of pictures yeah. that I would do if I'm ever like stuck with what to upload. And then I started editing my YouTube video for Wednesday. That took about three, four hours. I'm still doing that. And then I had dinner, went to pole fitness. Recorded that, came back, edited more on my laptop until like midnight, which is really bad. I'm sorry. And that was my day. <laughs> I feel like from what a lot of you have kind of assumed in the questions is that we don't really do much of our day. Like we just yeah, that kind really of like upsets post the picture. Yeah. 
But yeah, that gives you a bit of an insight into Millie's day. Yeah. Very admin heavy, like a lot of like contracts and back and forth con- yeah. Oh, yeah, conversations. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Lots of voice notes to my manager. Oh yeah. my God. And not even just managers, but like other people who were somewhat involved with yeah. your, your day-to-day. Organising when to, I don't know, put in a brand deal or like go to an event. Or, or even like this, like planning this, for the yeah, podcast. Booking. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I also did as well. Yeah. I guess my that's day is a bit different because I have a team to manage. So every, I guess I'll give a day in the life yesterday. So I got up did some client work first thing went to the gym then I met with my manager and then we have a 10 a.m meeting every Monday with my team so that's like 10 to 11 and I had another meeting at 11 and then I did client work for most of the afternoon then I moved on to like some social media work edited some reels Mm. wrote some Instagram captions for the week because I knew I was super busy so I had to do that yesterday started planning for the podcast then I did my emails then I had to reply to like more admin-y you know like Slack I don't know if you guys know Slack but it's how I communicate with my team so then I spoke with everyone on my team and like had to reply to some emails I then had another meeting (laughs) at five then I posted up uh, my on the Empower Instagram my Instagram, reply to DMs, reply to comments, yeah. got home, fake tanned, yeah, started just packing like my boxes. Basic life stuff. And then just did some life stuff. And then I, I got into bed and I added some new recipes into my nice. app. <laughs> That's just a day in life. But every happy. single day is so different. And yeah, like, so different. Sometimes I have to film and sometimes I have to schedule yeah. in time to take pictures. Yeah. And sometimes I have to make a new recipe. Sometimes it's like back-to-back meetings. Sometimes yeah. it's a heavy day yeah. of client sign-ups. Sometimes like, it's really fun and you go yeah. to events and do like, yeah, yeah. So it's so different, which I actually love. Yeah. Like it is a desk job, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I will go to the gym and do my steps whilst, like, yeah, writing a caption yeah, or something. Yeah, that's so me. <laughs> multitasking. <laughs> my long-term plans are, are going to require me to do a lot more admin yeah. stuff, which is quite daunting. And I do find it hard to fit everything in one day. I do find it really hard to just meet with friends. Yes. so hard even like let alone obviously replying to them is yeah, really hard but I meeting up with them is because mm, you tricky. always have that thing in your head like oh I've got so much to do because yeah, <laughs> our jobs just don't stop isn't no. it it's so hard to take that time off. Yeah, your circle definitely becomes smaller yeah and I think those people who really just accept that and understand that they may not be able to talk to you every day or like see yeah. you as much as they used to see you are going to be the obviously the ones that stay with you and are your true friends yeah for sure Yeah, yeah. but anyway on that note our next episode is actually going to be all about running an online business and giving you some insights into that and like more of like the business side of things because we had so many questions about like being an influencer slash online content creator Mm -hmm. being on social media actually running a business and more of like the logistics and day-to-day running of a business how to start a business all of that so we were going to do that in the next episode yeah do you want to finish with a quote or a challenge Okay, a challenge. I challenge you to, I mean, I'm looking at Biscoff biscuits right over here. So I challenge you to grab your favourite biscuit. Ooh, nice. Bit Mine's Biscoff. <laughs> I think mine is like the M&S circle <gasps> things with like loads of chocolate on the outside. They are so, so good. good. They wow. they call them a, bis- a biscuit, but it's basically chocolate. Oh yeah, it's more chocolate than biscuit, yeah. yeah. So do that. If you don't like biscuits, grab your favourite food, basically, whatever you're craving, and enjoy it with no guilt. Mm-hmm. Okay, my word of the week is 
crapulence. Oh, okay. This sounds like a swear word. This is the sick feeling you get after eating too much. <laughs> oh! So, guys, make sure you don't have too much crapulence <laughs> after eating your biscuits. <laughs> crapulence. You know when you're just like, oh, my God, I have mm. eaten so much. I'm so full. Are you actually writing in your yeah, Emma's encyclopedia? Yeah, I've encyclopedia. I need to say Emma's encyclopedia. Sorry, credit. Give credit to Emma. Uh, imagine if I actually turned this into a book. Like, all my fun ones. You know, this could be you manifesting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're gonna leave you guys there have a lovely day whatever we you're doing hope you like this episode and please if you did like it As if you always, enjoyed it please please, please leave please, a rating leave a rating leave a share. Review, share we'll do whatever you do it makes it real doesn't it yeah anyway love you guys lots love and we'll you see lots. you next week have a great week Mwah. bye saying things they don't mean they've been rude to disrespect how you feel but baby I'm Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.